today talk. We're going to talk about it right here. Yeah. You ready? It's today talks right here. We're going to talk about it right here. We're going to talk about everything you like. I'm going to make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We're going to talk about it right here. I'm going to talk about everything you like. I'm going to make it real, real clear because it's today talks. And I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, because it's today talks. And I'm going to talk about it. And welcome to this episode of the Tanae Talks podcast. Tanae Talks is the podcast where you come to laugh and learn the podcast that educates and entertains. Welcome back. I am your host, the Tanae. And today's show is brought to you by Ray Skin Essentials. Ray Skin Essentials is a natural skin, hair, and wellness store. All of the ingredients that are used are carefully sourced and curated for each product. 99% of the store is organic and free of preservatives and parabens. Be sure to visit www.rayskinessentials.com and follow them on all social media at Ray Skin Essentials. That is at R-A-E Essentials. Y'all know how to spell it. <laughs> so, uh, so I have a very sp- oh, and before I move on with our sponsors, y'all need to see the product. This is it. This is the facial toning cream that has my face flawless, like Beyonce. I mean, it's a little blemish here and there, but for the most part, I don't got no makeup on. So, period, it works. It's all I use is Dove and this. So, um, get fifteen percent off your entire order using code Tanae. That's code. T-Y-N-E-E. You can get 15% off your entire order. They sell all things dealing with the skin, um, from the toning cream to the cleansers to the oils to the little rolly pin things to iron out those wrinkles. I never know what that thing is called. (laughs) But visit Ray Skin Essentials and get yourself right and tight like me. So I have a very special episode today. I say every episode is special. Because it is. Uh, Today's episode is entitled The Importance of Black Love. Because black love is just, you know, (laughs) it's just a beautiful thing. In the studio with me today, I have my honey bun. What up, what up, what up, world? Y'all may know him as the educated black man. Yeah, Terrence, that's a, throwback. That's, a throwback. <laughs> that's a throwback, throwback. If you've been following Tanae Talks for quite some time, you know right. this is the Educated Black Man. And I have with me a wonderful couple, duo, team that go by Eans Team. And I have Marcello Eans. Yes, yes, yes. And Shanine. Shanane, I'm sorry. She she's Jamaican. She gonna get all that. She Jamaican. She said her grandma put her mama put every letter of the alphabet in her yes, name. Yes, <laughs> she's oh she an island girl like Rihanna. Okay, she 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 knows the island talk. So we're gonna talk about their brand today. And y'all see it? I know y'all see. 
Y'all want one of these shirts, don't y'all? Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna get one because the information gonna be down below for y'all to click on it and order your whole crew, your significant other, That's your best right. friend, your auntie, your grandma, your cousin, children, yeah, and and the children because they it come in they come in kid sizes too because yes. we're supporting black love all across the board, right? Yes. Oh, and <laughs> so. Uh, I just want to tell me a little bit before we get into it. Tell me a little bit about your background and how you two met each other and formed the unit of the Eames team. Wow, this is always an interesting story. Um, My gosh, where do I start? I'm trying to condense it. Um, (laughs) We got time today. Wow, babe, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. go. Um, Years ago, 2003. I was out on a on a mission, a crazy, crazy mission. Um, I found myself uh, moving from Las Vegas to New York City. Um, I was with um, two other people, um, this guy and this um, woman, and we found ourselves going to New York City to go into the modeling industry. Um, we were street ministers, right? We were sharing the gospel, the good news. And so we found ourselves saying, you know what? We're going to go into this industry, and it's one of the darkest industries, the whole model industry, and, you know, speak to people in that industry, telling them about about the Lord. So um, I had a, a clothing brand I was about to introduce with scriptures on them, right, abbreviated, mm-hmm. cool, fresh. And so we found ourselves going from um, model agency to agency to get someone to represent us, right, mm-hmm. to be on. And so we found ourselves in an elevator, and um, we're going up to the top floor, the penthouse suite. And uh, here we are, and the door is open, and I see, my gosh, Ooh. what and who? <laughs> wow. She was fine. My. <laughs> I don't. It's rare that I get nervous. It's rare that I get to shaking, but I was scared. I mean, I saw her right there. I mean, the pinstripe uh, suit on, right? Had the legs crossed up, had the kinky glasses. I mean, had some reading glasses on. You said kinky glasses. That came out. (laughs) That's what you were thinking. Uh, Yes. So I'm saying to myself, she owns this place. She's going to have to interview me. So I'm scared. Like, I'm going to fumble over my words. Like, oh. So I go grab the clipboard. I'm going to have to fill out my information, right? And I walk over to this chair, and I'm sitting directly in front of her. And I just, you know, uh, hello, how are you, right? <laughs> Heart pounding, scared, right? And, you know, gradually we started um, talking. You know, how are you? Um, she probably said something like, you know, blessed and highly favored. So I'm like, ooh. Right there, she had you, because you say. She, she, she's talking my, my, my language. Ooh, that's the lingo. So um, somehow we got to talking about, um, now she's going to um, fight me on this one. That's where the conflict comes from. Okay, but, okay. Uh, we started talking about the, um, this, 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 this Bible story about Jacob sleeping on a rock. And we started talking about the interpretation. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? So we started talking. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. From the intro into being a... How did did y'all get to this conversation? I don't even remember how we got there. Okay. I do not remember. (laughs) You remember? She said she Okay, can you... Talk about it. You know, um, 
I was initially at the the model agency because a friend of mine he had just opened an agency and I had been, I had been working in the industry as a scout um, for a while and we all kind of branched off. I went back into education and I wanted to come support my friend. He's like, hey, let's have lunch, come to the agency, but I want you to sit in the lobby and kind of just observe like how my people are doing. You know, are they greeting the models? Are they doing things by protocol? You know, I just kind of want you to to just give me some feedback on how I can either do things better or am I doing it right. So um, I was doing just that. I was kind of going around, greeting people, and just kind of watching and taking notes. And like he said, he walked in. I had no idea. He walked in with two other people. Ooh. I only saw him. You was peeping him too. I was. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, okay. So um, I actually said something to him first, but he probably didn't remember that. Because I was doing that with everyone. I was kind of like, hey, how are you doing? Just to kind of see what the feedback was. Um, and then we just started talking. And, you know, he was sharing just kind of like why he's in New York and wanting to be a model and being a Christian in the industry. And I was sharing with him just myself as a Christian. I was already kind of in the, in the industry. I'd done some projects, um, a couple indies and, you know, a couple fashion shows and different things like that. And just we just started talking about kind of like how dark the industry was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember at that time, I had so much going on. And I think he has this spirit, like he listens. And I just felt like I knew him already. And I was just like, man, like I'm going through some things. And my recollection <laughs> to what Bible story we started talking about was Job. Reason Joel being, or Job? Job. 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 Okay. You know, the whole plight of Job. Yes. Because at the time, I was, I was, I literally felt like the Lord just like had my back against the wall. It was like, okay, attention. Everything that you have going on, halt, stop, cease. I need you to pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. It just felt like everything was falling apart. And so um, my best friend had called me a couple nights before that. And she was like, I was reading the story of Job and I was thinking about you. And so we started kind of just talking about that and how it was relating to the things that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I remember that happening. Yeah. And so we kind of we dove into that story just a little bit more and started to unpack it. And um, he gave me his business card, and it said Jesus Freaks. And I was like, okay. Jesus Freaks. Jesus Freaks. <laughs> yeah. Marcello Eanes with the seven hundred two area code. Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, where you? You know, mm-hmm. Vegas and all that. Right. Um, and I gave him my business card because at the same time I was also starting an agency with a friend of mine called Chantal Models. And so we were both, we both realized, like, we were entrepreneurs, and, you know, we had all of those conversations. When I stepped away from the conversation, after exchanging cards, I called two of my friends, um, and I was like, listen, I just found my husband. Ooh, Ooh of, come out. And this is away from him. Yeah. This is after we separated. He left. <laughs> and one of my friends, you know, she was kind of anti relationships at the time. She was like, girl, you did not find your husband. Stop. Mm-hmm. No. My other friend, which is my best friend of 32 years now, she was like, okay. She's a Christian. She mm-hmm. was like, okay, talk to me. What yeah. was it? <laughs> and she's like, I believe you. Cause she was like, I haven't, I've never heard you like this before. Oh. We, we went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. You want to go from and, here? and, and when I jumped on the elevator, <laughs> as we're about to leave, I told my, uh, my friends, like a brother to me, I said, bro, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I've been celibate for like three years. I said, man, I'm scared. That mm. woman, I'm scared. Mm. But she had the juices tingling. But I told him, I said, I think I just met my wife. Wow. So y'all both said it after y'all separated from each other. I had no idea. Crazy. 
No, real talk, I real didn't. talk. That's beautiful. <laughs> you just knew it, it was it, it was, was something, something in the conversation. It was something. Yeah. That that's kind of similar to our story when on our first. I call it our first meet and greet mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on our, I, want, I don't want to call it a date cause I was trying to see, you know, what's what, <laughs> um, but we had a meet and greet down at uh, the free man's cafe mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to be there for an hour and get my free meal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but an hour turned into four hours Come of on, conversation. Wow. Come on. And wow. so I never wanted to depart from that. Mm. Yeah. I love that. So that that is a be- that's beautiful. And so you you guys had the conversation with <laughs> with with the friends. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And then tell me about your first date. <sighs> so um, when I met Marcello, he was still like seeking and searching for a job in New York City. Yes. And so I started, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna show him New York. Yeah. You know, so I took him up to Harlem, took him to the Apollo. Mm-hmm. They were still actually at the time taping the Apollo. Yeah. Um, twice a week. So we went, I took him to the Apollo twice. Yep. So I think that was our first date, like meeting up in Harlem and taking him to the Apollo. Um, then I took him to Sylvia's. Ooh. I was like, we got, you know, all the You took stuff. him on a whole black tour. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you have to know this place. We're in Harlem, you know, baby. we're more, it's more than about modeling New York. It's New yeah. York. Yeah. Um, and I mean, those were, I guess you would say our dates, but I think our first real date was we were out in the city one night just kind of hanging out. We we would go to the public library on 5th um, to look for jobs. Trying to get on the internet. On the internet. <laughs> right? I you know? remember. Yes. Come on. AOL dialogue. Yes. The disc. It was yeah. for you Gen Zers yes. out there. The internet that you know of today was not the internet not of yesterday. Yes. <laughs> it was it was like we was back in the trenches. For okay? real. Like, <laughs> Yes. yes, in the chat rooms. Okay? Yes, yes, and that, yes, and so we we had the Daily News, and we were getting on Craigslist and just looking for jobs, and we we had exhausted the possibilities of that day. Yeah, he had went literally to like different restaurants, different places. We were like walking all over Manhattan, mm. and I I turned, I said to him, I was like, "Are you hungry?" And he's like, "No, nah, I'm good." And I said, "No, nah, this man know good and well." Brother <laughs> had. He know good and well. He was. You are fed off the the energy of like, being with her. Brother had little to no money in yeah. the pocket. Right. I'm not gonna embarrass oh, ourselves out so here. Like you I'm letting you know. His pride. Yes, was we're not. No, I, 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 I'm not hungry. I'm not. I'm good. So I'm here, straight. So here's the thing. He learned about me really fast. Um, I grew up. You know, I'm a former athlete, competitive athlete, and I grew up around a lot of male cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I grew up in Jamaica, moved and, and lived in the Bronx. And so I still had a lot of that energy around me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, I'm not like the average chick. Like, right. What's up? You want to eat or what? You yeah. Yep. Is you is or is you ain't? Yeah, because Sinead likes to eat. <laughs> right. Let's go. So if you're with me, just based on how I was raised, my grandmother always told me you never deny anyone food, shelter, and love. That's and right. so I was like, we're going to eat. And he, he reluctantly was just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. So we went to this um, place in the city. I, is it still open? Probably so. Chevy's. <clears throat> it was Chevy's. And he was still kind of looking at the menu like, um, trying to order appetizer. I'm like, order some food. We're about to eat. Mm. And I think that was the first time we sat down and some of my walls, and like I got a little bit more vulnerable in our conversation. He got a little more vulnerable. And I think, it, I don't know, something happened. Something happened there because I think it's something he'd never done before. Yeah. It's kind of letting a woman lead 
letting a woman say, hey, let me take care of you this way. Yeah. Um, and I fell in love with that. I was like, okay, wait a minute. And he fell in love with you because you fed him. <laughs> you fed and we that ate. man. And he realized that day that I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> you you weren't like, mm, mm, And it wasn't cute. Right. <laughs> right. I like my food. I like that cute stuff. I, I love that. That is so beautiful that in those early moments and days, he, he, you recognize and something in him and he recognized something in you. And... Mm. You you basically helped him let his guard down and say, "Hey, I ain't like the rest, but come on, I got you. Like it's okay. It's all, it's it. okay." It. And sometimes women, regardless of the race, doesn't let the man feel that way, mm-hmm. right? And they and then that pressure is building up in them because society we're uh, in a patriarchal society, right? And it teaches you that the man is supposed to pay. The man's supposed to, and right. this man was having a hard time. And when a woman is having a hard time, mm. it's like man take care Let of me it. Lean on my man. Yeah, yeah but yeah. when the man is having a hard time, it should be reciprocal. Indeed, I believe. So that. you know, but yeah. I, I I also feel like in the scheme of patriarchy, black love has always exhibited that exactly. reciprocity. It has. Mm-hmm. It has. That's that's been, I would say, a fundamental <clears throat> quality of black love. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like we've had no choice mm. but to be that way. We've we've had to hold our our men down, mm. um, understanding the plight that they they have when no one else does. That's right. Whether it's That's we're right. gonna we're gonna have two jobs mm-hmm. while you go to school or get it together, yeah. or you're in prison. We're just gonna be honest. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna hold us down and the kids. That's right. You know what I mean. And it's never been for me like it's it's not a question. It's just something that we do. Um, it's intrinsic almost. Yeah. You know, and I don't I don't care if you were dropped off in the islands first or you were dropped <laughs> off over here <laughs> yeah. or you're still on the continent. I just yeah. think it's something that we do. And when we talk about the true strength of a black woman, mm-hmm. um, that exists in that space, That's that right. type of strength. So I was I was definitely excited that he let me do that. Um, and I had an opportunity to invite Marcello at the time into my world. Mm-hmm. I was working in a nonprofit um in the Bronx, and I was like, you know what? I want you to come up here because we realized that we had that in common. We love the youth. Yes. We love working with kids. And I was like, well, come meet my kids. You know, I ran a program at the time at the Gloria Wise Boys and Girls Club in the Bronx called Smart Girls, and I was one of the after-school program coordinators. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And so I was like, come, come meet my kids. And I'm very particular about my kids and and who, you know what I mean? Comes around. My children, but my But they're your babies, yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I I was working with at-risk youth that term from back in the day. Yes. And I brought him up there and my babies were just like, he's cool. And, <laughs> and these some rough kids. Babies are rough. Right. Yeah. And they just gravitated towards him when it was like, Oh, Miss Shanae. Oh, I think he like you. I think that's your husband. I was like, what? Wow. Like everybody I was like, little was girl, like- <laughs> <laughs> you too grown. What are you 11? <laughs> I'm serious. And that spoke volumes to me because he understood my world. You yeah. know what I mean? He understood fully what I stood for, who I was, what was important to me, and the things that I loved. Um, and I think in past relationships, elements of that was missing. Yeah. It was kind of like I had to compromise this or compromise that, but I didn't feel like I had to compromise anything with him, mm-hmm. and that was important to me. I think that's important, too, because when you bring someone around children, children have pure hearts. Yes. And they can recognize a pure heart in another person. Yes. And, and you know, if, if he was if he wasn't right, they would have repelled from him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, Terrence, you know, we always talk about black love and we were just speaking on, you know, reciprocity. And you always say that black love is revolutionary. Mm. And. Yes. You also speak about how in this patriarchal society, as I touched on, 
we've always kind of had each other back, but in some other cultures, that, that's not the norm. Mm. So can you speak to uh, why black love is revolutionary and speak to the reciprocity? And as she said, no matter where we were dropped off at, as Kendrick would say, like, it's in our DNA, like it that is. loyalty, that royalty, yes. that, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's ingrained. Yes. Can you speak to yes. that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it seems like uh, no matter where we are on this planet, that black people, the, the patriarchy can only go so far. It only can last. You know, it's like even if you're thinking about during um, maybe the 1920s or 30s uh, and, you know, Black men are trying to assimilate into the society and be a little more dominant at home, but really, you can't. Because, like you said, <laughs> <laughs> she got to hold us down. And so you, you will have. Not saying that it didn't happen, because right, you know right. we know we know it happened. Of but course. we know that even white society could look back at black families and say they always have. They've always mm-hmm. said they got something different going on mm-hmm. yeah. with these women, right? And, yeah. and how the men, you know, some of them look and say these men letting their women. Run them, but this mm. balance is real. No, yeah. that energy yeah. is the real, and we are not going to succeed in what we have to face without each other. And that love is revolutionary because, in the end, what are they trying to do? Separate us, tear us apart. Indeed. Come on, and, and that 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 love is the juice. Come that's on. the energy. That's the ashe. That's yes. that's all that's needed. You know, to, yes. to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we yes. we begin right there. You know, yeah. we begin right there. And, and so it's, it's been in us for, like you say, in our DNA for a long time. For a long time. Mr. Eanes, can you speak to why black love is revolutionary? Wow. <laughs> you know what? Um, just from, just from um, personal experience, um, what you just said was, was powerful. When you talk about trying to separate us, mm-hmm. um, I think it never really hit me until, you know, When we talk about vulnerable, I I go in. I'm an open book. Y'all, we were on food stamps. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Hmm. I think this is... Watch it. Watch watch (laughs) it. Now, I I grew up on some stamps, Mm -hmm. y'all. I'm all right? Like, I'm old school. We used to have to tear them out the book. (laughs) Okay? I'm going back. (laughs) Monopoly money. Yes, yes, yes. Fast forward, now they put the money on a card, right? Right. So... (laughs) <laughs> Look up. It, first of the first of the month just Wake came, up. right? Right, right. Yes. Right. So I mean the card's sitting fat, maybe nine hundred dollars, right? We go into the store, get that, get that, get that, get that, get that. Two carts. We in yep, there. Living large. Oh, we're about to <laughs> do it. Get to the counter. Swipe that. Nothing. Oof. I said, whoa. <laughs> What just happened? Somewhere they didn't hit delete or backspace. You know, right. Back in the day, they had to track you down and get them books. That's right. But now it's just the click of a button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, whoa. I didn't like them having control over me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like them having control over my family. Mm-hmm. I had to go back to school. I had to take care of these. Yeah. What I saw was, you know, the wife filling out this application, that application. He's making this much. He's making that much. And what I came to understand is you didn't want the black man in the house. Mm-hmm. Full stamp, wicks, that can take care of, what is wicks? Woman, 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 infant, and children. Say it, say it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they didn't want us together. Right, right. I think that's when it really hit me. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be in the house. Yeah. 
and I started to cling that much more. Mm. So when you talk about it being revolutionary, yo, we, every day we're going against the grain. Every yeah. day. We're going against the grain. I could sit back and collect those stamps yeah. from a distance. Yeah. I'm in the house. Whenever they come by, I'm not there, but I am there. You yeah, I get you. But like I'm, Claudine, I'm, like, I'm there, and I don't want your money. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. We're going right. to suffer together. We're going to build together. That's the revolution to me. I love We're going to suffer together, and we're going to build together. Yeah. Y'all heard that? Yes. That's a quotable right there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to build more than we suffer yes. today. That's it. That's it. <laughs> right. I, you know, that that's beautiful, because as you were speaking, I was thinking of the movie Claudine. You mm-hmm. know, remember, they would have to hide their iron. Yes, mm-hmm. when they James, were coming to the house. Yeah, James mm-hmm. Earl Jones had Come to on. hide in the closet, <laughs> under the couch, you know, because, yeah, it showed you right there, like, wow. We, the men, like you know, your you know, like let, basically the powers that be want you to lead the women and children to mm-hmm. fend for themselves, while the man is wherever incarcerated mm. or you know down bad, and we we know the world that we live in. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? So to see how you all have overcome, you know, through suffering and building, and to building up this brand that we're going to talk about. So yes. y'all see the shirts, I love you black yes. woman, I love you black man. Yes. And I do want to say that Terrence actually proposed to me in this shirt. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. I did. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> You know, he took me on a little date. Mm. Unbeknownst to me, you know, he was parading around his black woman with his I love you black woman shirt on the whole day. All right. And, uh, you know, everybody was, ooh, and a nine. Where you get that shirt from? Where you get that shirt? Whole time he was plotting. (laughs) (laughs) And he proposed to me. He really wanted to know that he loved this black woman. Come on. But whenever we do wear the shirts. Whenever. We're stopped. We went on a walk like two weeks ago. We saw a couple. They were like, let me get that shirt. We took them right to y'all page. (laughs) And they followed y'all right on the spot. Um, But, you know, we love that. We love love this message. And did you wear this to school when somebody said so? So so I just want to go back real quick. So I had heard me me and Marcello was working in a school together. And I heard the kids have been, you know, there's some rumblings going on (laughs) about somebody who's like me. <laughs> for, 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 for those who don't know, yeah. the the black man right here is a an educator, a yes. historian, history teacher, and Mr. Eans Marcello is also a teacher. Yes. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I find out that he's in the art class. Yes. So I go and introduce myself and just seeing what's up, looking at the art that he had the students doing. I'm like, oh, he's getting them to kind of get into what, you know, our culture and stuff like that. So we get to chopping it up, and I swing by and see how he's doing. And one day I got to talking to him about, man, I want to get a, a shirt brand together. And he said, well, I already had jumped in the game. Let me show you what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and when he showed me, yeah. Yeah. it was so slick at it. It's so it, simple. It's so simple, but so powerful. Yes. Oh, I was yes. like, oh, how much? <laughs> how much? This that. right here? Yes. And I was like, immediately, I need two. <laughs> one for me, ha- one for the lady. Let's yes. go. And I'm telling you, every single time mm. yeah. I put this shirt my, on, my. there's going to be a black woman. Said, <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that yes, shirt. I, I love, love you, black like, Yes. I love it. That's beautiful. And that's, that's what it. we that's want. That's how I got the shirt. That's, yeah. that's, that's beautiful. Awesome. 
So y'all got this impactful, wow. beautiful brand <laughs> that y'all live. Wow. Let's, let's say that, that they live. Yes. They live this black love. Mm. Tell us, tell the audience, tell my talkers, how y'all came up with this concept. Mm. Wow. It's a, a combination of things, combination of things. But I, I'll take it back to where it um, originally started for me. Um, like I said earlier, uh, I was already sort of into um, – creating shirts and putting things on messages on shirts but um you know just the two of us together just been kind of watching the climate of america and what's been going on with us as black people not to mention the youth um certain things have always kind of been in the head but it's just been a matter of okay what are we going to create um but some of you may know right now just looking at um on instagram this this um What's the what's the it's some type of post that's going around? I love you, black man. I love you, oh, black yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah, black that man. audio. Okay, right? okay. Man, I love you. Yeah. So I was watching a video one night, and there were some people, actually women. I love you, black man. I love you, black man. I'm just by myself, just listening to it, and when I say it pierced the heart, I was in tears just watching the video, just hearing mm-hmm. those words. Mm-hmm. I said, "Why does it feel like this mm-hmm. is foreign? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like?" We don't hear this it's as our much. Norm. This yeah. is not the norm. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, something has to happen. Like, I don't know how many people have seen the video, but I barely saw it. So I don't know if everybody's seen it yet, but this message has to get out. It has to. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, me and being the creative that I am, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how am I going to make this? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? How, how is it going to come about? Um, you know, put some, put some things together and um, made it happen. And look up, uh, I'm at school one day, uh, working. My wife sends me a picture. <laughs> I had done, to make it come to life. <laughs> she printed the message up on the shirt. Come on, wife. Come on. Come on, Shanae. She out in the, uh, out in the marketplace. She's <laughs> the newborn baby like, <laughs> I made a shirt. Then got a couple orders, too, yeah, in the, the store. Same day. Same day. Beautiful. That's but as, yes. as Terrence was saying earlier, simplicity. Yes. But I know it's impactful. It's profound. It's mm-hmm. powerful. It's a conversation starter every time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing for me is I wear I love you, black woman. I wear, uh, I also wear I love you, black man, because when I think about us in the streets, I personally believe that we are our biggest enemy. Mm-hmm. There's times you look at a I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking physical right now from at one standpoint, but yeah. we're not threatened by this white dude over here. But if I see another dude who looks like me, I'm like, I, can I? Am I? Am I ready for him? Mm-hmm. And that's why I wear the shape, Bruh, I have no problem with you. I love you. I love you, King. Mm-hmm. I see the deity in you. There's a whole nother enemy out there that's greater than both of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Once we finish scrapping, somebody else out there ready to take us out. Mm-hmm. I love you, King. Mm-hmm. And so, at the, like I said, at the same time, we have to make one. I love you, Black family, to show that. That yes. thing that they were trying to separate earlier. Come on. family. Oh, we're going to hold this thing down. We're going to build, yeah. be fruitful, and, and multiply. multiply. Let's right. go. Woo. That low-key, and it did, it literally gave me chills. <laughs> like, it wow. literally did. Like, that's beautiful. I love you, black family. Yes. I love you, black man. I love you, black woman. And I love that you as a man, whether I love you, black man. Because I'm sure when men see you, they do a double take. Like, like I'm yeah. Like, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But, yes. it, but it, to me, it says I come in peace. That's it. Mm-hmm. You That's know? it. And it breaks down the barrier. I had a brother send me a, uh, actually talked on the phone. You say he bought his nephew one. His nephew was having trouble. Stayed with him for a while. He gave him a shirt. I love you, black boy. Mm-hmm. 
the young man went back to Compton, where he was from, walking through the hood. Crimson bloods here and there. He gave him props. Yeah. There was no beef. Exactly. He said, wow. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Our boys and girls, our, oh, our yeah. own children, mm-hmm. they wear one. Our boys, I love you, black boy. Our girls, I love you, black girl. That affirmation has to happen. Mm-hmm. They have to know that we're not waiting for the TV, for the magazines, all those different things to validate you. You already know you're precious. You already know you're royal. Mm-hmm. I love me. Because as teachers, I can't tell you the stories <laughs> mm-hmm. that we've both heard. Yeah. Y'all have probably heard. The kids are fighting each other in school. Yeah. The insecurities. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You too dark. You too light. Your oh, hair yeah. is real. It's not. All of those different things. Just love self. Yeah. But I'm going to let my, life, my wife speak on it a little bit as well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. My um, Most definitely, just what the backstory that Marcello shared was, was some of the part of the foundation. But for me, I remember how he was after watching that video. Mm-hmm. And just like you, it gave me goosebumps because he was in tears. Mm-hmm. Like he was really moved by that. And it made me think as a black woman, you know, just, just okay, I love my husband. I love you. I love you. But I love you, black man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How many times do black women exhibit that? How many times do we say that mm-hmm. to to not just our significant other? Mm-hmm. And how much it's needed at the time we had just had our third son. Mm-hmm. And I saw my oldest son growing, and I saw <clears throat> how much it was almost like he was resented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some things he would share with me about not feeling loved by his people. Mm-hmm. And he would ask us, you know, mom and dad, is it, you know, is it like, I'm a smart black boy. What's wrong with that? I feel like I don't have ground to stand on. I'm not a super thug. I'm not super feminine. Mm-hmm. I'm just a black boy that's smart. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was, it came from just my motherhood journey and the struggles of seeing him trying to fit in and be loved by his peers that look like him. I didn't say the girls, but even the, the boys. Yeah. Um. So I also thought back to all the young people we had worked with and realized that we already kind of had this message in our narrative with the kids that we mentored in Pine Bluff and in New York. Mm-hmm. I was like, we always f- we always fed into these kids. We always poured into them this type of love. Mm-hmm. And now we're actually just kind of putting context to it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're, we're making it into something that is an affirmation, I would say. But the way that we loved on them, it was always about you being precious, you being valuable, you being worthy worthy your your blackness being powerful mm-hmm. you know um so it just it just seemed right like we had to bring it to life we had to make sure that it was seen we didn't know if it was something that was gonna you know blow up it mm-hmm. wasn't about that it right. was just let's let's when i printed the shirts um i just got tired of seeing the design mm-hmm. and it not you know being like on a shirt or yeah. anything else i was like listen we have to make this thing something. Yes. And I remember I, we were still learning. <laughs> I was still learning how to work the machine. Yeah. <laughs> the and press. The press. The press. The, yes. to cut it. The whole yes. nine. I was like watching YouTube videos. Like, I'm going to do this. So when I sent him the message of the shirt, and I was like, I'm going to the um, library, and I'm going to go to the marketplace in DeSoto where they have a lot of black businesses. And I went to the library, and an older black woman mm-hmm. pulled me to the side, and she was like, I need two of those. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at her like, wow. for real? And she said, no, I need them today. Mm. I'm only in, she said, I'm only in the DeSoto area mm. today. I yeah. need one for me and my daughter. Mm. So I went back home. I was like, well, I don't have no black shirts. Went to Walmart, found two black shirts, and printed it up and brought so. it back. And she bought it. Yeah. And not just there. Like, it wasn't about just her supporting the brand financially, but she got it. 
She understood. She understood it. And it really, really made a difference to me as far as like, okay, this is something that we have to go forward with. And then the way we speak to our children, we both didn't mention this. We speak to our children this way. Yes, right. We do. Like, I love you, black boy. I love you, black girl. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And we saw, we see the difference. And I'm also an educator. So we see the difference in a classroom where you can tell the children who are coming to school and they have that foundation. Mm -hmm. You know that? Yeah. They show up different. When they understand that they're loved, they're valued, they show up different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're in this environment every day, and it's our duty. I tell my students all the time, if I'm here as a black woman mm-hmm. in your space for eight hours, whatever it may be, and I'm not pouring into you, I shouldn't be here. Ooh. I shouldn't be here. Okay, so amen. I should not be here. <laughs> That's right. You know, I should not because my duty goes beyond what I'm educating you in, mm-hmm. and it goes to the holistic child. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when I walk away, I need to have created an impact in your life where you can do better than I did. That's right. You can make better decisions. You can feel ev- you can feel more loved and understood than when you came into the door this morning. Mm-hmm. And I know that's the place that I, I teach from. Mm-hmm. And this just, for me, just came full circle. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's really where uh, my drive for the brand came from. I love that. I love the Ooh. brand. Um, that's you. powerful. Um Terrence, can you speak to what she's talking about, those kids that come in that you know are unloved? Mm. And, oh, man. And I know you pour into them. I know all, all y'all oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about your perspective and them being able to see such imaging on the shirt? Because one of my prayers, I always say, Lord, help me, let me, help me to be mindful of the things that I ingest Mm. let me be mindful of the things that I let into my ear and let me be mindful of the things that I watch visually yes. because imaging is for real. Yes. I remember Sprite had the, they used to say image is nothing, thirst is everything. Mm. The image is literally yes. everything. And I always say, be careful about what you see because that gets into your spirit. And, and it's a video that was on Facebook years ago that stands out to me that I wish that I would have never saw, mm. but I saw it. Yeah. And it was, and I'll let you answer in a minute, Terrence, but it was a little boy. His mother was on heroin, and I don't even know what city they were in, but she was high, out of her mind high, and the dealers. I don't know why somebody would record this, but the little boy, her son, was begging and pleading with her to stop, Mama, come home. Stop, Mama, come home. And he's, he's, he's screaming at her, and I don't know why somebody would record this, but right, I always right. feel bad that I saw this because it sits with me that he was pleading like that. He just wanted his mama and she was a a slave to the drugs. Mm. You know what I mean? For however she got there. Mm. And I always think about that little boy. Where is he today? What is he doing? Is his mama clean? You know, so images is real and it's powerful. So for somebody to see this visually, to to know it, to feel it, um, and when you talk about students, I've always, I have a lot of friends. I'm friendly, male friends. And, and, I, and I just learned something about one of my oldest friends the other day on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on another podcast and talking about his journey. And he was talking about how his mom was on drugs. And when I met him when I was in middle school, I didn't know that, but I was always the come to church with me or let me give you a hug. Now I didn't know I'm trying to date you type way. Just being a friend. Just being a friend. And I didn't know back then what he was going through. And we're still friends to this day. You know what I mean? But I could I probably was a light in his life, Mm -hmm. you know, to, you know, exude the love to him. I unbeknownst to me. Yes. 
what he was experiencing at home. Wow. So when you talk about the children and seeing that, but yeah, Mr. Rogers, how how do you handle the children that feel unloved? And if you when you wear this shirt at school, and how do you how do you exude that to them? Well, you know the kids tell me, I you know I. Y'all educators, so you know how it is. You struggle sometimes. Yes. yes. You're just like, I don't know if I can do we this. Can. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it is taxing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially but, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing that always yanks me back is there's going to be on the worst week where I'm like, quitting. <laughs> this is it. Mr. Rogers, you're the only one who cares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do it to you every time. <laughs> You the only one who cares. <laughs> uh, these uh, rest of these teachers don't care, and I'm trying to tell you, I, if it's a kid who, oh sorry, Mr. Rogers, I'm not gonna do any work, mm-hmm. but I just come in your room to be here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and because I'm not belittling them or right. what have you, they're there. It's a safe space, mm-hmm. whatever, and I'm, you know, I'm still talking to them about the fact that they're not academically performing, but mm-hmm. ultimately, yep. though, they were like, I'm, you know, I got this going on or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. In the schools where you see a lot of fights, where you see, <laughs> this when you say you wear the shirt, I love you, black man. I see it in mm-hmm. these in these young ladies, in these young men, where they really don't know how to, mm. they only know, like, this real superficial thing that they think is love, and right. it's like a hot flame and passion. Mm. But it's not, it's not genuine concern, but they right. know it when they feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Mm. They know it when they, they feel it, but they don't know how to reciprocate right. it. Exactly. They don't know how to give it. Yeah. Like, you know, parallel, like to each other, mm-hmm. you know, like a horizontal love instead yeah. of, you know, you get love from your parent, you might love a child, right. that, ver- that vertical love, but just trying to tell them, you peer know, I, I say to them, you know, I love y'all, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. At first, the kids be like, yep. Mr. Rogers. Mm. <laughs> no, for real, right, right. I love you, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because they need it. They, they I mean, you, you see it amongst our kids how yeah. they're not been shown ways to love each other. Like I said, they're trying to rip us apart Mm -hmm. because they're, you know, every day on social media, it's some meme or some TikTok that's saying, here's an example, you know, she for the streets or Mm -hmm. he ain't nothing but a dog. And it's just Mm -hmm. like their expectations at 14. It's already that this this boy that I like, that I have passion for, Mm -hmm. he's going to do me wrong. Mm -hmm. Of course. Mm -hmm. And this boy is like, this girl that I have passion for, eventually, or I cannot show her that I actually am concerned for her. Oh. Because there's something wrong with that. Because there's there's something not right with it. Mm. And like you said, when you see those Mm. kids where you know they come from homes where mama and daddy's hugging on them and kissing Mm -hmm. on them, you Mm -hmm. see it. It's a a totally... Different vibration because mm. you see they get exactly that love they need. Yeah, and they know how to reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. Those uh, kids, they do. You just okay. We we have to wrap up soon. I want to be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> but baby, you just spoke a word. The thing, okay, imaging, this brand, this message. It is vital and it's important. And even y'all love for one another is important. People don't realize. Sometimes people say when a celebrity, for example, when a celebrity couple breaks up and then people be like, why are you mad for? You didn't know them. But you may, I could see why you would look to them for love. Like if they're your ideal of what love is and right. you didn't know nothing was going wrong, it breaks your heart. Yeah. So when these 14-year-olds have this expectation, they think it's not going to work because maybe the couple that they looked up to mm-hmm. broke up. So that's why not only is black love 
a revolutionary and not only is marriage and love a ministry yeah it is it is. You, it what is. you want to say about that? Babe. It is. <laughs> Who did I, I? I told it to somebody a couple of days ago, didn't it I? It is. Yes, you did. Our our our, our um, motto is, um, you know, Ian's team. Um, it's not just a brand; it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. But I just told somebody a couple of days ago, it's not just a lifestyle; it's a ministry. ministry. Mm-hmm. It's a ministry. What I've recognized as a as a teacher for these last what, six, seven years mm-hmm. in the classroom is that these kids are watching reality TV. I grew up on <laughs> the Cosby show. TGIF. So I wanted a wife. <laughs> yes. I wanted children. That's right. I didn't have that growing up. Single parent household. Mm-hmm. I wanted a wife. I wanted children. I saw the conversation between dad and the children. Mm-hmm. I saw mama working. Mm-hmm. I saw daddy working. I went to an HBCU because I watched Different World. Correct. Do y'all understand? Like, going back to imagery. And so it hit me. I said, you know what? Because the same story I just shared earlier about how we met. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the school year, when I introduced myself to the kids after I've heard their stories, Mm -hmm. I share that story. Mm -hmm. But I share so much of my life with them. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You have a ring? You married? So I'm telling them all these different things. And what I've realized is... The two of us, we're somebody's Cosby show. Yeah. It's a ministry, y'all. Yeah. I throw this phone at it's you. It's a ministry. <laughs> I'm like, yes. into that. It's a ministry. And, and, and they don't want y'all to break apart because if y'all do, it will. Yeah. it could mm. be a ripple effect. Yes. You know but what I mean? I'll say this. as I, So I teach and I coach. Mm-hmm. And um, this year I'm coaching with some younger coaches. And probably about a few weeks ago, three of them, they're in their – Late 20s and mm-hmm. early 20s. And they were like, Coach Eanes, I promise you, like what you have with your husband, like that's truly what I desire. And they started to share how love is portrayed through social media mm-hmm. and how people are getting married, not even understanding what true love is, especially black people. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're, they're talking about their generation, like mm-hmm. kind of what they're seeing among their friends. Mm-hmm. And I said to them, that's because we've never taught. We've never really been taught to choose a husband or a wife. We've been taught to choose a marriage. Mm. Right? Yeah, we, they've been taught to choose, choose a wedding. A wedding. And I say that because people, and I say a marriage because mm-hmm. a lot of times, a lot of us are taught to think that if we just get married. Mm. It'll work itself out. The Band-Aids, we can mm-hmm. fix everything. But the thing is, you have to choose that person. You have to choose that love. Mm-hmm. Right? And when they said that to me, I was like, well, why? And they're like, because, like. I can tell that y'all love each other. And then y'all have this family. Like, you've normalized the fact that black families can happen. Mm-hmm. And not all of them came from households where they did have mom and dad. Maybe one, I think two of them did and one, one did not. Mm-hmm. So for me, hearing that, I was like, this is just in my daily DNA, <coughs> what I do here at the school. Now, you talk about 14-year-olds. I'm going to take you back to my sixth graders. Mm. Who are falling in love. Oh, yeah. And having, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, okay. and having relationships. <laughs> yeah, all right. right? Um, <laughs> baby girl, I'm raising a sixth grader. Let me six, tell you, <laughs> baby girl came to me. Weird. She said, "Miss Eames, now for real, for you got five kids." But instead of questioning, I said, "Yes." Your husband married you because you had them kids. I said, "Why would you ask me that?" She said, "Because that's what happened." She said, "Don't nobody marry nobody with five kids unless <coughs> you just had them kids and he just, you know, he don't want to go nowhere." I said, "Why would you? Why would that be the thought process? You know what I mean? Like, why would you think that?" She said, because that's what my daddy did. 
She said, but but he ended up leaving because my mama, you know, we got three. I think my mama got three baby daddies. And, and she just started going in. And this is at 11. So already at 11, her perception of black love is warped. She's already, she's already been marred. Like, it's already negative to her. Mm. And she was like, that's why. She said, that's why for me, I'm not even going to like no black dude. She said, I just like girls. And I'm, and I'm listening to the, where it's going. And what I realized that baby girl was searching and seeking for, not, it wasn't just acceptance. She wanted someone to tell her that this can be, this can be real. Because yeah. she, she, she didn't believe that this could happen. Right. And I started talking to her just in more detail. And I said, okay. All right. I said, but I love my husband. And she was like, why? So I started, to, and I'm telling you, this kid, every day in trouble. Mm-hmm. Every day, I mean every day, cutting class, fighting, you know, alternative school, you name it. I started talking to her on a personal level, sharing our love story with her, mm-hmm. and my daughters go to school where I teach, mm-hmm. and she always says she's like every time your baby girl come in, in um in your office and eat lunch with you or in the room and eat lunch with you, you always tell her you love her, and she mm-hmm. said my mama don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, why not? She said, I don't know. She said, she just never really just did that. She's 11. Mm. And so I started just talking to her more, giving her some journals to express how she's, you know, feeling about different things. And I'm not just saying this because, like, I'm a superhero teacher. No. Her grades shot up. Yeah. Every time I see her, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, I love you, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, I do. Mm-hmm. And at, at the beginning, there was definitely resistance. <clears throat> she wasn't used to being hugged. She wasn't used to being, you know, held appropriately, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started writing her, like, little affirmations. So I have this thing for my students. It's called the Black, the black Girl's Affirmation Letter. <laughs> and I, like. give it, I give it to all of them that I see that are struggling with them. Like, every morning, if you can't do anything else, just say five of these. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's now taken that and came, she's come up with her own. She's, you know, created her own affirmations. But I say that because... Being in an environment where I'm constantly hearing kids talk about what I call social media love. <laughs> Child. <laughs> um, not understanding themselves what it is to be loved. Mm-hmm. I think the ask of us is too much. We're asking too much for, of them that they don't know. Mm-hmm. If they're not being loved at home, they're not being loved by the community. Mm. They're not being loved at school in the school community. And we're asking them now to love their peers. Like you said, that parallel love how can they do something that they don't even know what it looks like, feels like, smells like, tastes? They don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I use our story daily with my girls. I have, I have a student that is in the eighth grade, and he's 16. Mm-hmm. And the conversation I had to have with him was about self-love. Truly, black man. You are, you're, you're literally about to be a black man mm-hmm. and loving self. And you they already I mean? see you as a black man. You know what I mean? Man, and so I wear boy. this to school. He yep. can tell you I unapologetically were to school mm-hmm. you know and i remember him asking he's like baby i don't know you know it's not black history month i'm like no but this, <laughs> is, this is a part of who i am and i want the kids to ask me questions mm-hmm. so of course i wear i love you black woman miss Ange, you like girls because i had cut my hair mm-hmm. <laughs> I, said, I said no let's have that conversation but it was an opportunity to have a conversation mm-hmm. with them about why i wear it how i feel about myself and Every time they see me, they either go, right? <laughs> right. Or they know yeah. that that true revolutionary love, I speak to my kids about that. That's right. And I feel like there's so much red tape within our school system that tries to keep us from having these conversations mm-hmm. with our students. And I tell my friend, like, I'm, this is me. Like, when you hired me, this is who you got. This That's is who right. I'm going to be every day. I have to create that impact every day I'm in this classroom with these babies. I have no choice. So 
I don't just, like you said, it's a lifestyle. It's not just with our children, but it's with everyone we come in contact with. Mm -hmm. We've had white families stop us in grocery stores and say, wow, I love that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. people think it's just, we've had black families scornfully look at us. Yeah, like wearing this. Are you yeah. dividing us? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so I, there's I always, you know what I mean, like we have to be, and we prepare our children for that. Our oldest is 17, and he wears it to school where he's one of seven black boys in his senior class. Mm -hmm. And so in wearing I love you black man now, because, you know, he's not wearing boy or girl anymore, mm -hmm. or black woman, he's professing, like he said, I'm just professing who I am. This is me. Like, I'm ready for it. Let's mm -hmm. have that conversation. Yep. So we've watched how he's grown from this, I want to be loved, I'm trying to be, to just like, yo, this is what it is. That's right. Let's have this conversation. <laughs> Take it or leave it. So <laughs> I know that was a lot, but I, I just feel it like. It was needed. When you talked about, it just really pierced my heart when you talked about, when you say to them, you know, I love you, and they kind of look at you like, you're right. Because you know they need it. Mm -hmm. You know they want it. Mm -hmm. They just don't know how to gravitate to it. They don't know how to accept it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times they don't know how to interpret that type of love. That's right. Because it's never been given to them. It's not the foundation that they have. That's beautiful. I thank you for sharing that. That wasn't too much. It was just <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> Mr. Rogers, share that proverb that you say about when the when the children are not uh, oh. embraced by the village. Okay. Oh. So we all know the African proverb of he takes a village to raise a child. But there's another proverb that goes, the child that is not embraced by the village will burn it down to feel the warmth. Woo! Yeah, burn it down to feel the warmth. And so we, we don't want no more villages burned mm. down. <laughs> we going to start spreading that love. Yeah. I want y'all to know that the quality of the, this cotton quality that they chose <laughs> and selected is perfect. Because let me tell y'all something. I don't like no rough <laughs> crusty cotton Come okay on. i like my stuff to feel lightweight and just good it fit me good you know what i That's mean right. she rocking hers with the leather That's pants right. yes, so you know I, shameless plug buy the brand Let's go. i mean if if this powerful conversation didn't make you want to buy it something wrong with you okay yes. i want y'all to know i want y'all to talk to you now. i love you i love each and every listener i love each and every person is going to watch this on YouTube. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Yes. And I love y'all. Thank you. Ian's family. Love you, black woman. I love you, black man. And yes. I thank y'all for coming on this show today. Um, it was supposed to happen years ago, but I think it happened at the right time. Indeed. It, Indeed. Was supposed, it happened it. at its appointed time. Yes. Um, and it's going to be powerful. Yeah. So tell us where they can follow you on Instagram and where they can purchase the shirt. And we'll also have it in the show notes below. Uh, definitely go to www.eansteam.com. That's E-A-N-S-T-E-A-M, Eans Team. Um, when we walk through the airports, they look, man, it's like seven of y'all. Y'all got like a whole basketball team. Love yeah, Army. It's a team. Now, while you're watching, read this, Eans Team, all right? So eansteam.com right. and on IG, on Instagram. Uh, follow us at Eans Team. That's, once again, E-A-N-S-T-E-A-M. And that will be in the show notes. You know what? I want to add to y'all's shirt because people want it on the back part. Just go ahead and put the uh, oh. the uh, website on the back right there. <laughs> yeah. Or or a, Q, or a QR code. <laughs> Just put it, like, right there. That, I mean, I gave y'all a, a little free game. We'll Just give me we'll a free. Give us an extra shirt for that lovely idea. <laughs> we, got some new, we got some new products. You know what I'm saying? Some new designs. We 
I mean, oh, you could just first. go ahead and I'll gotcha. wear it on the podcast and throw it on down um, at the bottom. <laughs> we, need to, we need you to let us know how we could sponsor a podcast. What? Well, <laughs> I'll email that to y'all. I would do. love for you all Please to sponsor so Today Talks. <laughs> so we can support this black love. Yes. Oh, thank I you for having you. us, but thank I you for it. being an unapologetic black couple yes. doing this. You know what I mean? Um, I think we need to be in this space more than we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely appreciate y'all and what you do. Appreciate what you do in your community, what you're doing for our students. Um, we just love y'all. So Thank truly, you. we appreciate it. But yeah, send us that sponsorship <laughs> package. <I'll> send it <laughs> so I'll we can support. So we could be like, and this podcast was sponsored to, by. Okay. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by (laughs) Race Skin Essentials. (laughs) You can find you go to Race Skin Essentials at www.raceskinessentials.com. Use code TANEE, T Y N E E, and get 15% off your entire order. In true TANEE Talks fashion, we got to give our shout out. So now is your moment to give your shout out. So who you want to shout out to? Well, first and foremost, you know, I'm shouting out my babies. Yeah. Yes, all five of them. That's, the, that's a whole other story. The ones that we weren't supposed to have, but they Amen. are here. Amen. Um, mm. But truly, I want to I shout out this black man, my, my best friend, my partner in crime, good and bad. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But no, um, I just want to thank you for your love, your support, your honesty, transparency. <clears throat> um, and I just want to shout out, you know, this 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 lifestyle, mm. um, and I want to shout out uh, uh, is it K by Kennedy? This is a young sister that's coming to our life. She's super creative. She's been helping us just as like a, an auntie with our babies. Mm-hmm. She just started an earring type accessory line. Um, I can give you the information, mm-hmm. but I just want to support. I, I want to shout out our village. Yes, because we do not do this alone. We have a village that supports us and supports this brand and our children, our family. So you know who you are, each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. For Miss Sissy, who in a Jamaica, sitting in a Spanish town, support you. All right, Spanish town, Jamaica, you already know I'm a born and grow. Support, support, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all, y'all find YouTube, watch this video. But I shout out to the garrison in Spanish town, Tredigo Park. Always love. Mm. Boop, boop, boop. I love that. Bra, bra. <laughs> right. Wow. Um, definitely shout out to our um, our, our five blessings. Um Doctors told my wife years ago she could have no kids. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, bop, 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 right, let's go. <laughs> so, yes, um, definitely shout out to our blessings. And I do shout out my queen right here, my goddess. Mm. Um, truly, as she said earlier, ride or die. Um, at night when I'm in the bed, and she, if she's downstairs for too long, I, 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 I get scared. I, I, I told her she's my solace. When I'm, I'm I'm in this big bed by myself, I just need to hold on to her, touch her, know that she's there somewhere. Yeah. Um. She, I think the Bible said years ago, man should not be alone. Okay. All right. So yes, this is uh, my blessing, my help me, my other half, that rib. Um. Shout out, baby. Um, shout out to the bluff where I'm from. All right, seven one six zero one. You know it. Um, shout out to every student that I've touched that have touched yes. me. All right, I give you much love, and we're gonna continue to um, share this black love because they're trying to take it out the books. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure. gonna keep giving it to you as long as I can. And shout out to the seven four one six where this all started in the boogie down South Bronx East Tremont where the Eans team was built. Yeah. All right, another Bronx. Let's go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
Like yeah. that. Timo, who you want to give a shout out to? Shout out to everybody, to the talkers. Hey, Let's go. like Biggie said, spread love. It's not just the Brooklyn <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's it. Yeah, yeah, That's I'm your last one. Okay. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the Eans team. Thank you all so much mm-hmm. for being on the show. Thank you for creating this brand, this imagery, and actually living and exuding black love. Uh, shout out to our sponsors of the show. Thank you. Shout out to Brett, my number one fan. Yeah, shout out to you, Brett. Brett. We love you, cool Brett. Hey, <laughs> Brett a dope name. That's a lady, by the way. Her name is, is Brett. That's so shout out to Brett. you, Brett. I know you'll be listening and tuning in. And we're recording today at Podcast Suites in Dallas, Texas. And uh, that's about it. So peace. It's an A-Talks right here. We're going to talk about it right here. We're going to talk about everything you like. I'm going to make it real, real clear.